Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Blurred Thoughts with myself, Azri and Stephanie. Hi Stephanie, how are you? Hello, good thank you, but also a little nervous about this episode. <laughs> yes, well, um, I feel like this season should be called the Azri Weird Inspiration Season because we're doing another mm-hmm. episode that inspired that is inspired by me, something that I thought of. And um, it's something that I think is going to be very different from all episodes we've done so far. So every episode has been very structured in a way that we've sort of had a very basic idea. We had a basic framework of what we wanted to discuss. Mm-hmm. And we go off each other's uh, points and then we sort of like let it run along each episode. But this mm-hmm. episode specifically will be about deal breakers in relationships. And what we're going to do is we're going to do like a game format. So what's going to happen, I'm going to explain the rules now, is Stephanie can just choose anything really. So nothing is, nothing is um, off, wait, nothing is off limits. Does that make sense? Nothing is off limits. Anything is possible basically. She can ask anything. She can give any number of options. And I will have to decide which one is a deal breaker and which ones are not. And come up with an explanation for it. After I'm done, Stephanie will have to give her own answer. She can choose the same option that I have chosen, but the caveat (laughs) is she must come up with a different explanation. So it sort of keeps things interesting and varied Mm -hmm. if we have the same opinion on a particular deal breaker. And as always, I guess I will give a disclaimer. This is just our, just two of us, our personal opinions. This is not a reflection on anyone. Um... On anyone out there, it's not a reflection on what people should or should not be doing or what people should or should not be accepting. It's just what we personally feel. Alright? And so, Stephanie, are you ready? Oh, yes. <laughs> Stephanie, Stephanie looks so worried. I wish I wish we could do... Like, I wish we could show like a video feed on our, on our podcast just to show how worried Stephanie is. She's clutching her necklace like a rosary and like... <laughs> <laughs> like so worried. Uh, okay, okay, okay. To be to be Take fair, it. to be fair, since I came up with this idea, so I've sort of like have a bit more ideas in my head. Why not you go first? So you ask me. Me. Okay. So as in you give right. me a scenario and then. Right. Yeah, and I think to be fair, okay. we are not gonna remove any pauses and stuff, so it feels a bit more natural in terms of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so okay. let our first ever gaming episode begin. Woohoo! 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 All right. like game show, talk show. Um, <laughs> dream. If I, if I have this kind of talk show, I'll be cancelled within the first week because of nah. how raunchy it will be. Ooh! So it's going to be raunchy. Okay. okay. First deal breaker. Um, okay. Talks too much or too quiet? Mm. okay that's difficult for me okay because Mm. i'm a talker so i feel like i want someone who's quiet (laughs) (laughs) i feel so bad saying that um okay can i can i ask a follow-up when you say talks too much will they listen or talks like just talking over you kind of talk Okay, okay, that's not fair, that's let's, not fair. Yeah, that's, that's not, not fair. fair. Okay, 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 okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The host is unaware of his own rules. Okay, <laughs> I think a deal breaker would be... Oh, God. 
I'm, conclusion of this is this it's so hard to define deal breakers anyway continue. okay wait okay okay i will say that talks too little is a deal breaker for me mm-hmm. because i'm a talker as, as you guys probably can tell from all <laughs> our episodes so i feel that i think it's better to have a conversation about anything and everything versus not really knowing what the other person is thinking about certain situations so like I, I think what occurs in my mind when you say talks too little is for example if you go to a restaurant and you're like choosing the menu and you're like oh what would you like to have and they just say anything or I don't know or sounds like me up to you <laughs> no it, it feels very like no because you are quiet in certain scenarios which which mm-hmm. is fine but you talk in other scenarios but talks too little for me feels like they are quiet all the time you never know what's going on in their head and for me I feel like oh my god then I'd rather just talk to a wall because then <laughs> you know what I mean because I, I feel like for me I like engaging with people and I like like that sort of banter it's sort of like you know Stephanie and I we are always talking about stuff like the most random of stuff the most challenging topics the most raunchy stuff like like there's no whole bar there's not there's nothing that holds us back from just really asking each other for an opinion so mm-hmm. that for me is why i say talk so little it's my deal breaker so stephanie what about you i'm gonna go opposite talks too much is that a dig at me <laughs> no i don't know like i often feel like and this is not a dig at you just to be aware um just to you know put the disclaimer out there i don't know in my head like the people who talk too much um and i'm not saying like you know having a conversation there are people who just like full of themselves go on and on and on and on um and i cannot tolerate or i cannot be in the presence of someone who is like that um because because i i genuinely don't talk unless it's necessary um and i feel like i'll just be in the background if i'm if i'm with someone like that um and also i feel like people who talk too much can be a bit self-indulgent a little bit um and so that would be my deal breaker obviously it's a very biased opinion um and it's a personal preference so Okay, so uh, Stephanie likes quiet ones. Interesting. <laughs> okay. And also, because, okay, just to, I think the quiet ones, because I think what you said, like, you don't know what's in their heads. Um, and that's why you don't like them. But I feel like it's more intriguing to see from their actions what they're actually thinking. But, you know, this is me as a detective. But anyway, continue. Okay, so my question. Uh, rich but rigid or poor but idealistic? Okay, so by rigid, I mean like literally, you know, typical company man, just just very one way. It's just one way or the highway. And someone who's poor but idealistic, so basically sees value in a lot of things, very creative. That typical thing. And when you say rich and poor, what are the parameters uh, of this? <laughs> <laughs> okay, rich, I guess, millionaire. Millionaire. Let's just put a millionaire. Okay. Poor would be like, um, like really can't cannot wrap two cents together. Sort of like really, really um, 
uh, okay, maybe that's maybe that's too far. Maybe just too an extreme, right? Maybe maybe paycheck to paycheck, like just you know, like a stable okay. paycheck to paycheck. Right, right, right. Like a very okay. very very basic. Uh, I I would go for the poor but idealistic. I think because I'm someone who's very I don't know, it's not volatile, but like um, spontaneous. The right I'm restless, so I keep doing different things or like. I get bored easily. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, s- someone who's rigid, like regardless of affluence, like someone with rigid, I'll just be like, "What the fuck?" and then I'll just move on. So, that would be my pick. What about you? Maybe this is why they say best friends are opposites. I would say rigid, <laughs> but rigid, because I'm Ooh. perfectly fine. Just you know, just a typical. Work, go home, have dinner, sleep, <laughs> rinse and repeat. Like, I don't mind the very typical structure. Because I'm not, mm. honestly speaking, Stephanie and I are very different in the sense that Stephanie has a lot, experiences really crazy cabin fever, needs to travel, to recharge, needs to, you know, do a lot of things to sort of f- feel more... Uh, alive? Alive, <laughs> feel m- more stable and grounded for me I just need my bed as long as I get a good rest that's quiet and uninterrupted and peaceful I'm fine I, I don't I don't need a lot of stimulus I, I think because my brain is just so hyperactive all the time I don't need extra stimulus but but that's the thing though like I that's that's why I feel restless because my brain is hyperactive all the time I just need to be doing something Oh, I guess I guess different approaches. In different to it. ways. Yeah, different yeah. approaches. My brain different hyperactive, hyperactivity. So I'm just like, oh god, I just want to like just not do anything. But Stephanie is like, oh my god, my brain is crazy. I need to do something. Yep. <laughs> See, even even the way our brains are wired is so interesting. Um, and also I guess for me, I sort of like the. Okay, this is gonna sound very very um, materialistic, but. Honestly, the rich part is just like, oh, I can, I can just not worry, just be a tie tie. Wait, maybe people might not know that <laughs> definition. So basically, like a, like a, I don't even know how to explain that term. Like a, like a wife that sort of like just, just chills and enjoys life, right? So yeah, that's for me. Okay, mm-hmm. so. Your turn. Oof, um, right. Okay, I don't know whether these are opposites. No, it doesn't say. have to be opposite. It's just it could just yeah. be it could just be options. Right. Okay. Someone with no sense of humor, or someone who doesn't. Oh wait, wait, wait. Right. <laughs> Okay, for anyone listening, please know like this is totally unscripted. There's something that we just decided to just pull, you know, like a final yard di- final yard dash and just like put together. Yeah. Don't worry, take your time. Trying to find like feel like the other option I had doesn't um quite fit. Okay, someone who's like blunt or Damn. someone who's like who's someone who flatters I guess mm. <laughs> and 
actually I know my answer but I just feel so fake saying it uh okay for me okay this is very hard for I me I think to... I know what your answer is as well Can yeah you know? okay for me it's someone who flatters was that what you, you yeah thought? I knew yeah. that yeah I, I think no because I think for me I'm very hard on myself I'm very harsh on myself with a lot of things so normally when I ask you or anyone for an opinion right it's already because like I already know in my head like what I should be doing but sometimes I just need mm. someone to just give me that just that love and that you know that soft encouragement sort of thing because the mental warfare that I have constantly in my mind it really can really wear me down a lot so someone who's very blunt to me I don't think I'll be able to handle it very well um, because for me I think the best example I could give is there was one time we were watching I was watching this uh, stand-up comedy with um, then my then ex wait my now ex okay wait I don't know what I'm just trying to say my ex <laughs> with my ex okay let's let's put it that way mm-hmm. and um, it was just a supper we went for supper and I was just reciting some lines from that stand-up comedy because I just loved it so much and I don't know why they just 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 blew up and like why are you so fucking annoying and I was just like and I cried <laughs> I wait s- but I that's swear. not blunt though that's being a bitch but anyway continue okay well uh, I guess in my in my in, in my mind I feel like that's where you could be nicer about it like you could like you could have said like why must you keep repeating it like you've said it like 10 times mm. just chill but you know, instead of instead of that, you know, they chose to say, "Why are you so fucking annoying?" And I was so upset. Like, I literally just started crying, and I just wanted to leave. Um, yeah. So I don't think bluntness works very well with me. For so, you, I I I think the just before I give my answer. Okay. Um, I do agree that you would. I knew that you would choose someone with flattery <laughs> over bluntness anyway, just because that's how you're wired. But the example you gave, I don't think that person was blunt that person has anger issues or was a douchebag um, or was a douchebag so yeah. in, in my head blunt was like they just say what they think kind of and sometimes but, it can be offensive and appro- inappropriate because sometimes they do come off that way i just wanted to say one thing mm. though because i've not mm-hmm. th- that's the thing i think why i chose you see my honest answer right if okay if really i can be very honest with myself is that i want someone to be blunt but i've never heard anyone who's actually blunt in a nice way so far in my Me? whole life no besides you i'm talking about like relationships <laughs> like relationships no no i'm honestly saying like when i've been in relationships or when i've met friends who claim that they are blunt or people who think that they are blunt they are never blunt they are just bitchy and mean and nasty mm. like like just a few <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying this. Just a few days ago, so someone texted me and said that, uh, oh, I can't stand um, all my colleagues because they're like, um, they're from top schools, but they behave like idiots and all that. And now I'm like, why, where is this coming from? And so basically, this friend was telling me like, oh, I can't stand this person because of this, this, this. Uh, just being very unreasonable about something. So I mm. asked him, I asked him why okay, I, that's fair. Um, okay, but I don't know why you're angry at me for, okay. 
I guess I guess he felt like he was venting at me, I guess, maybe. So I was like, just listening. And then in the end, he was like, I'm sorry, I can't help but just be blunt and honest. And I'm like, you're not really being blunt or honest. You're being just elitist, intolerant. Yeah, and just being a dick. Like, like people who are smart, sometimes they might not do certain things you agree with. But mm-hmm. for you to get on this huge tangent about how people from good schools, I guess this this related to our education episode, but like people from good schools are like, oh, they are, they are, they, they are snobs, they can't be trusted, they are incapable. I'm like, um, you're not being blunt, you're just being really... Judgy. Yeah, yeah. So, so honestly, besides you, I've not, I, I can't say bluntness because I've not seen anyone in a relationship setting say that and really mean that. But okay, carry on. What will you choose between yeah. blunt and flattery? <laughs> Clearly, we're on on a trajectory here. I'm going for blunt. Um, like I, I, I feel like people who flatter. Uh, to me, it, I feel like it's very insincere, especially when they do it too much. Or like I cringe and I'm like, stop, like no. Um, I, like uh, I feel like I can tell the difference between someone who is being negative for the sake of being negative versus someone who has a point but just comes off in a very straight way i like i rather people kind of be straight than like beat around the bush and things like that because i and i think that's quite a thing in the uk where people aren't actually straight with each other. maybe the right word is being straight rather than blunt but like even at work sometimes i get so irritated where you have to like pander to someone's ego and present something even if they've done a shit job like i'm not gonna go and say like you've done something shit i'll just be like can you do this can you do that but then i sit in meetings sometimes where people will be like oh that's amazing this is this this is that and then and then like behind their backs be like oh i don't i wasn't sure whether that worked and i'm like why didn't you just say that like you know um i prefer constructive criticism but yeah so i am for blunt May I say something? Go on. No, because when you said that, I'm like, oh god, that reminds me of girlfriend code. And okay, okay, I have to, I have to say, when I, when, in my mind, when I think of flattery, it's, it's not really the fake kind because I think that's just wrong in in like your workplace scenario. Mm. I, I feel like it's so funny. Like we're we're both sort of like throwing in our opinions about our the other person's point of view. Like earlier when I said that I like, um. Uh, flattery because my ex was blunt, you know, and you said, oh no, that's not blunt. This is just being a douchebag or being or having anger management issues. And now you talk about your workplace and I'm like, oh no, that's not flattery. It's just really fake. It's just <laughs> fakeness. Is fakeness a word? Just, just being yeah. very fake. And, um, you know, for our listeners, you know, earlier I said a girlfriend quote and this is something that I always scolded Stephanie and our other friend Nigel because... For example, I will send them a picture and I'll tell them like, hey, what do you think of this picture? And Stephanie and Nigel will be like, oh, it's gorgeous. Post it, post it. And I'm like, you guys sound really fake. Are you guys using the girlfriend code? Okay, so let me explain girlfriend code. So for me, girlfriend code is something I always notice a lot of people do, especially women. So you have a get together with your female friends, all ladies. And then your friend walks in with this hideous outfit, really doesn't flatter her, looks awful. And she asks, girls, how do I look? And everyone goes, 
wonderful. And you know, no one means it, but they can't bear to break their friend's feelings or like hurt their friend's feelings, so they say that. And I understand, I understand, right? Because if you've already dressed up, you think that's the best dress ever, you come to to meet your friends and you ask your friends for an opinion, if they tell you you look awful, you're going to cry and run home as well. So I understand there are merits for girlfriend code, especially in social situations like that. But there are scenarios where I do question like Stephanie's sincerity sometimes because she's too nice sometimes with me and I'm like, really? And when I'm blunt, he's like, you're being such a bitch. So, you know, I'm just putting it out there. You can't... <laughs> this, this is where this is where Stephanie literally can't win with me because mm-hmm. I'm but this is what I mean like I feel like the mentality the mental state I have like you know I'm not sure how I'm not sure how Stephanie feels um, you know in terms dealing of dealing with you no 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 like okay fine okay that's one that's such a bitch but like I don't know how Stephanie feels in terms of her mental hyperactivity but for me I feel like my hyper my mental hyperactivity is always about bringing myself down it's always like looking at myself looking down upon myself so when people say Mm. such good things about me right it's so hard for me to accept because i just feel like how can people see such value in me when i i've never really noticed that in myself and it's not something that i am proud of because i do feel like sometimes i really don't give myself enough credit like but i do feel that i'm now a bit a bit a bit better than I was like 10 years ago especially so I am trying I am trying I I feel like now I'm in a better headspace that I feel I am proud of the fact that I've written a book I am proud that I've published scientific research I am proud of certain things like that Mm -hmm. but there are certain things especially with looks with self-confidence that I still struggle with but I do hope to get better in time before you go on to your um next deal yeah. breaker i know i know we've taken a bit of attention yeah but me. i went to google <laughs> the definition of flattery it is excessive and insincere praise given especially to further one's own interests damn so, okay then i want to change my answer i'm going to say i choose blunt like while i do blunt means uncompromisingly forthright a blunt statement of fact so that's how they uncompromising forthright what is being or characterized by direct brief and potentially rude speech or manner so it's potentially rude mm-hmm. so yeah i guess both of them i are... i rather that's the, that's why you have to choose between a deal breaker right that's the yeah, challenge yeah yeah because i rather someone who is straight potentially rude than someone who's insincere um and like to your point about people being wired differently, like let's ignore the flattery and the definition of flattery, right? Like I feel like, um, as you said, you're like you're, you're hard on yourself, but then, um, which is why like when people praise you, you're like, oh, is that real? Kind of a question. But I also think you're the kind of person like if someone tells you not something negative, but even constructive, you take it negatively even worst like mm, you would mm, yeah. make you would project that as a criticism rather Correct. than feedback which is why sometimes when i'm blunt he thinks i'm being a bitch but at the same time <laughs> i can't win i can't win <laughs> neither can i um me on the other hand i think like i put down on myself but then if some i rather take 
a blunt thing and be like, okay, I'm that way. And then I but would be like, But you don't accept okay, my bluntness either. Like when I tell you to sing or when I like tell what? you to act or like go for auditions. That's not you, bluntness. That is not I bluntness. do. I tell you to just ignore what people say and just give it a shot. Can I just repeat it back at you? <laughs> no, as in my point is you can't, you can't say that. Like you can't say that, you know, I'm so bad at accepting certain stuff because you do it too. I feel like it's, it's something that's hard. It's hard to accept things that challenge. A, yeah. I, I think it's just... Your own... Yeah, it's just hard to to accept something that challenges your mental state, mm. and I think, and I think that's why friendships are so difficult at our level because when you want to constantly improve yourself, and you struggle with that mental state, it's very taxing on your friends. Because honestly mm-hmm. speaking, I think the friendships I've seen sort of thrive throughout, like you know, like years and years, is because everyone is sort of like at the same playing field, or they are all looking at things in the same way. So they, they sort of like, okay, we're satisfied where we are. And that's why mm. they get along with everyone because everyone is on that on that level playing mm-hmm. field. But for Stephanie and I, I feel like we always, because of our minds, although, <laughs> although I like to just sleep and she likes to travel, our minds are constantly focused on new endeavours. So doing a new business venture, doing a project, writing a book, doing this, doing a master's, doing whatever. We are always trying to push ourselves in different areas. So when, Mm. obviously pushing yourself comes with a lot of discomfort. And when that happens, Stephanie, at least least between me and Stephanie, we turn to each other. And that's when I think it can get, the conversations can get very uncomfortable because you know that you are, Asking, okay, for me, if I'm talking about like pushing myself further, I know that I'm already putting myself in this uncomfortable zone. But I know that Stephanie, as my friend who also wants that from me, would push me further. So that's where the discomfort gets more pronounced, I feel. So that's Mm. why I feel like, no, this is not me arguing or whatever. I just feel like that's why I think it's just such a difficult place to be. But that's why I always say that, you know, Stephanie, it's not an easy friend sometimes. But hello. But no, 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 not not always. It's just sometimes when we when we have these kind of arguments, it's not you know we still get through it. But it's difficult because she pushes me to see things I refuse to see, so that's where it gets challenging. But it's the kind of friendship you need. It's not the kind of friendships you want. And I think that's what mm-hmm. my, I mean by you know I rather have her than my friends who do the whole girlfriend code and just are like faking their way and I just oh my god I can't stand those kind of scenarios but okay yes tangent okay did you want to say something? no continue what's your question? (laughs) okay um I feel kind of bad saying this but I'm just gonna throw it out now everyone out there please understand it's just you know personal just a personal thing just personal opinion um uh bad breath body odor Jesus <laughs> oh this is fine isn't wait can I can I make a refute this comparison how, how is it <laughs> how, how are you refuting? isn't bad breath wait 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 isn't bad breath a type of body odor <laughs> okay fine oral dis- oral unpleasantness and what? 
and skin unpleasantness. I don't know. Okay, my point is like it's you... hygiene, right? Down to down to it. No last specific. Like I think it's more specific. Like someone who looks very nice, you know, well dressed, smells great, but when they talk, it's like biological warfare. <laughs> or someone who, when you sit down next to them, you just you just can't stand how they they just smell like they haven't showered in a week sort of thing like that scenario I think that's the scenario I want to give (laughs) I'm like which one can I fix I feel like you could probably fix bad breath with like a mint or at least like brushing teeth no I mean, it's your answer, darling. Yeah, so 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 I'm going with bad breath because I think okay. it's easily fixable. Whereas if he hasn't showered and showered in days, probably not. But okay, go on. Wait, that's your answer. That's it. Bad breath. Uh, I mean, my deal breaker would be body odor because bad breath is fixable. Oh, your deal breaker is body odor. Okay, okay. Because I can fix bad breath. Okay, for me, I see it differently. So for me, the deal breaker <laughs> would be bad breath, and I can fix body okay. odor because. No, because okay, okay. For Why? me, personal experience, ah. I just feel like bad you scrub. Yeah, really, really, just scrub. <laughs> just, just like okay, it's time for scrub a bubble, scrub a bubble. Time for scrub a bubble. We're gonna buy industrial grade cleaning agents and just like scrub. Isn't it easier if it's just the oral side? No, because things, for though, me, but... in my experience, right, I feel like a lot of the times it's not because of the hygiene. They, it's not like they don't brush their it's teeth. It's the bacteria. I feel like a lot of it is like internal. Like what they eat? Yeah, like sometimes... Okay, I'm, I'm not going to give names, obviously. This is a podcast. <laughs> but like a lot of times I've seen people who take care of their, their teeth, you know, they have clean teeth and stuff, but they still have bad breath because of something internal. So when I ask... You know, some of my friends who are doctors and stuff, they, they did tell me, like, sometimes it's the di- digestive tract. So it could be, like, either poor diets, like you said, or... But isn't that true for body odour as well? That I don't know, but... Because it's hormonal, it's... <laughs> okay. As, well... as, go, going back to my refute earlier. <laughs> okay, fair. Well, I guess, I guess, I guess, you know, I guess it depends on what we think we can fix. Mm-hmm. So, Stephanie exactly. thinks so. she can handle, you know, the bad breath and I think I can handle the body odour. So, yeah, well, okay. I, I hope okay. that, I hope it never, it never comes to that. I hope we both meet hygienic, healthy, hygienic. amazing, 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 amazing people. But, mm. yeah, otherwise just, just be single. <laughs> just be single. <laughs> Okay, that was mine. Um, let's I know I'm see. so nervous because we're like having so much fun with this. Oh my god, it's been half an hour already. Oh, has it? Okay. Yeah. Oh. Mm, okay. Now I'm, I'm thinking. It's alright. Uh... Right, okay. I'm bad listener or bad manners. Oh, damn. That's the worst. <laughs> Although I would reject both of them. But yeah, I know, continue. right? Okay. Wait, bad listener or bad manners? Mm-hmm. In general, right? You're talking about in general, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. <clears throat> 
This is the worst. Oh my god. You know, I can't believe like Stephanie was the one who was so worried about this entire episode and she's giving like the nastiest, nastiest <laughs> choices to me thus far. Um Okay. Bad listener or bad manners. Oh my god. Stephanie, I can't believe it, but I'm gonna say that you broke me. You broke my okay. brain. Wait, wait, okay, but, but to be fair to you, because, you know, I, I did hold you accountable whenever I gave a scenario, so I'm going to choose. I would say a bad listener. Because I feel mm-hmm. that in that scenario, whoever they may be, hopefully it just affects me. But bad manners affects so many people. Sorry, bad manners affects so many people, like, like service staff especially. And for me, I'm so aggravated by how people in general treat service people so i feel like that's for me is the greater deal breaker in this scenario i feel like both are deal breakers for me in real life especially if this was to happen um yeah because i i just can't stand when i see people don't say please or thank yous i've seen like the worst behaviors in restaurants from so-called handsome rich beautiful people who treat the waiters or waitresses like dogs and I, it just grates my nerves to, to the limit, really. But bad listener, I feel like, yeah, I guess it could affect them at work. But I think more importantly, it affects me. So I feel like, mm. okay, la, it, it's more controlled in that sense. Like, I'm the one who's going to bear the brunt of it. But bad manners affects so many people. So I, I think that's the greater deal breaker. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was going to choose bad manners as well, I think. Um... Because I feel like I cannot stand someone who is just rude to yeah. the human race. Um, in a way, I guess bad listener falls into the category of bad manners, just like how bad breath falls in the category of body mm. odor, just to be clear. Um, but yeah, like I feel like if you don't listen to me, Sometimes I can just force you to, I don't know, like chain you to a chair and be like, just listen. Um. But I think what you're trying to say <laughs> is that it affects the human race, but I think the, the gravity, right? You're talking about yeah, like the severity yeah. of it because bad manners, the impact... Because then it reflects yeah. how you're going to be treated as well. Like the way you treat other people is how they're going to... They might be nice to you on the first few times, mm. but like then later you realise how shitty they are to different people. But mm. yeah... Go on. Yeah, and I think, and I also think maybe in that scenario, I feel like bad listener could sometimes be just like a flaw. Like sometimes I think we've all been guilty of that sometimes, right? Because life is so fast-paced. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now that work has become so, I would say prevalent. What's the word? It's like it has permeated our life to the point that, you know, work can reach you anytime. Your boss could text you on your phone, could call you, could mm-hmm. give you work. So sometimes it's like, it's not really a, a trait per se. It's just like, they might be caught up in something and just, you know, be not be able to like focus that well. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm making excuses mm-hmm. for the scenario lab, but I, I feel like, as what Stephanie said, right? Like, bad listener is way less serious than bad manners in general. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but that was a very good one, Stephanie, because I, wow, for someone who was not very certain about this episode she's giving me like the worst options ever but um okay uh let's see (laughs) suddenly i'm like hmm uh 
okay this is based on the this is going to be based this option i'm going to give is based on the fact that both of us are religious okay okay so um someone who doesn't believe in god so um could be agnostic atheist. or atheistic mm. either one um a- agnostic still believes in god though just not a religion I thought agnostic doesn't know you can prove the existence of a god, right? Please Google. Yes. <laughs> because why, why we have double screens. Why we have double anyway. screens, exactly. I have double screens too. But I, I prefer my um, Yeah, a person who believes nothing is known or can be known of the existence of nature of God. So they, they know that God exists, but they don't know. There's no certainty of... Okay. Mm, okay, then maybe I have to rephrase my question. So, someone who... I think it's like, God possibly can or cannot exist, I think. Okay. Someone who is an atheist or atheistic... Mm-hmm. Or... I'm trying to figure out like how to phrase this properly. I'm sorry. Okay, someone who is Me atheistic, but atheistic and very dismissive of religion, of your religion. So basically, mm-hmm. ridicules and whatever. But it's a very nice person to be. It's just when the topic of religion comes up, right? Mm. But it's very dismissive of your rituals, your prayers, your daily, whatever you do daily for religion. Or someone who mm-hmm. is very, you know, very with you in terms of like, you know, praying together, you know, going to church or doing whatever practices you do as a Catholic, but is very dismissive of other religions. Does that make sense? So, so dismissive of other religions being like... So just basically... Muslim, Islam or Hinduism like or that like, kind of okay, thing. My religion is right. My religion is right. Uh, Everyone else's religion is wrong. So, so the two scenarios mm-hmm. I'll repeat. So basically, someone who's atheistic and looks down on what you do daily for your religion, for the sake of your religion, but it's a very nice person, very wholesome, you know, really a very good person. Just, just cannot handle it when you try to pray or when you want to go to church. Or someone who is very with you in terms of what you want to do, like going to, basically a Catholic, like really like really with you. Okay, but so either an sound. atheist who doesn't believe in Catholicism or a Catholic who thinks only Catholic, Catholicism. Yes, thank you. That's a much that's a much more succinct way of phrasing. Jesus. I know what's wrong with my brain suddenly. Um, I think I was trying very hard to be more specific with my scenario. I think I'm gonna the deal breaker is the one who's gonna dismiss every other religion because I feel like an atheist who is going to be dismissive of my practices although like i don't believe in most of the ritualistic shit that the catholic okay, church that's a... believes in that's a side thing um it's only going to affect me although maybe that relationship wouldn't last but anyway um but someone <laughs> someone who's dismissive of other religion is the kind of person i actually can't stand because it's it's mm. the reason why I have issues with religion, um, where people believe that one religion is better than the other or mm. things like fundamentally, I think it's a very different belief system. Um, 
which I guess is the same for the other one, but this affects society versus my relationship or like my daily life kind of thing. That's it? <laughs> That's it. Okay, well for me, I have the same option as you, but because the rule is to not have the same example, so I think for mm-hmm. me, I think I have this sort of like a... Okay, I wouldn't call it a saviour complex because that sounds very big. But uh, the next one... Okay, I had I have this good friend last time who always said that I was very altruistic and I hated that word because I felt like it's such a big word. But I can't understand why he would say that because I always feel like... I always want to see the best in people. And for me, I think sometimes people... At least in my experience, people who are atheistic, mm. they're not really atheistic because they just hate religion. I think they just mm. don't like the idea that they have been shown or the idea that they were the idea of religion that they were brought up with. They saw like this very manufactured, very controlled idea of religion. It's very like mm. it, just this idea. They don't like that idea. They don't realize that it's actually a spirituality. It's just you know, like, the, the essence of religion is really about being a good person, really. If, if you want to really mm-hmm. distill it. Like, for me, personally, I think religion is about being a better person today mm-hmm. than you were yesterday. So I, mm-hmm. I would like to sort of show them that that's all there is to what I believe in religion. And, you know, mm-hmm. maybe they can hopefully in time appreciate that and, like, go along the journey with me. Mm. So that's how I view it. Okay. Yeah. This next one's going to be a bit controversial Uh-oh. on the same vein of on the same vein of religion. And I'm only bringing this up because I feel like I've seen this happening in my community at least. Um okay. Would you be with someone who is Catholic. Okay, so if I'm Catholic, right, would I be with someone who is Muslim or Hindu? Okay. And if you were kind of Muslim, would you be with someone uh, who's Catholic or Hindu? Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Is there like is someone there, from an? Is there yeah. any other? So that's it. That's just a question. So okay, if it's it's more like, would you be be with someone who's Catholic or Hindu? Would you rather? Wait. You mean me? It's, yeah. So would I be with someone who's Catholic or Hindu? Mm. So it's not a religion. Okay, there's, it, some, it, there's some context to this, okay? Maybe I should explain the context, Yeah, right? okay. So I often see, like, you often see, um, and obviously I'm, like, narrowing the type of religion to the kinds of things that you see within, like, the Sri Lankan community or the Singapore community. Okay. Where you often see more conflict happening when a Muslim person marries out of religion right. like to someone who's Catholic or Hindu right. and I think from my perspective from a Catholic community that if someone marries someone who's Hindu they're usually fine with it but if it's a Muslim it's like some big hoo-ha mm. like the world's going to right. fall apart kind of thing so it was I mean, this was just me thinking, like, because I've seen people in my family who marry, like, not like who who've been out of the out of religion has usually been like Hindu, but I also know like 
Muslim girls who've married Hindu partners have gone into such like familial issues. Mm. But yeah, so that was a right. I, I don't know whether I have the answer to be honest. I was just because um, you went in the religious territory. For me, surprisingly, the answer is quite easy and this is just mm-hmm. personal opinion I mean no disrespect mm. but for me it would have to be a Catholic because of dietary restrictions because okay no <laughs> honestly speaking honestly speaking I do eat beef I do eat a lot of beef and steak and stuff and that's mm-hmm. against the Hindu religion right so mm. I would think like that's like the easier it's a very easy situation for me to choose um because I'm not really thinking so much about... Because honestly speaking, for me at least, I think why it's such a big deal is, at least from my perspective, is the whole Christianity and by extension Catholicism and Mus- and Islam fell out because of divergent opinions on the religion. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. that's why... Th- it's always been this bone of contention when someone wants to join in the bonds of matrimony with the other school of thought because they fought so hard to be separate. Different, yeah. Right. There was so much bloodshed, there was conflict, there was Mm. hatred for such a long time between these two main school of religious thought. So I think that's why when people sort of talk about like, okay, this this Catholic girl wants to marry this Muslim guy or this Muslim girl wants to marry this Catholic guy or whatever gender or whatever whatever it is it becomes this this issue that all everyone in these two schools suddenly like wants to get involved and like wants to fight for it when actually if you actually just distill to what I believe in it's really just about being good people so that's where I stand I feel um, mm. and very religious Muslim people are probably going to like burn me at the stake but um, I mean for me at least like that's my personal can I, can I ask a follow up question would you marry someone out of your religion I mean honey based on my track record <laughs> okay for, for those who don't know um, and probably Stephanie will not approve of this but for those who don't know like I've only been with like Chinese people my whole life and out of all my relationships none of them were Muslim so that alone in itself you know it doesn't mm-hmm. it, I guess yeah so I guess I, I would and I think for me mm. in all my relationships right I always thought like I, I always I always have visualised myself getting married like that's always been my little it, it's sort of like when a little girl dreams of her wedding day I think like that's mm-hmm. me like I'm like, I used to be so embarrassed when people say I'm a girl. I'm like a girl. But as I grew older, I'm like, huh, I'm actually proud of it. Because I I dream of, like, white weddings. And I dream of, like, you know, people giving me flowers. Like, that feels me... When, when I got flowers for Teacher's Day, I was so happy. I was like, oh my god, the greatest gift ever. Um. So to answer your question, I don't think... Yeah, I would... I think it's more the connection with someone. If I could meet... If I met an Argentinian... I don't know why that country came into my mind. But if I met an Argentinian... The volleyball you've been watching? Yes, the volleyball. If I met an Argentinian who practices some really unknown religion that's not a main... like a mainstream religion, like really unknown, um, Mm. has to do really weird rituals once a year or whatever. I mean, 
you know, if it doesn't harm anyone, I don't see an issue with it, especially if he or she, they are just trying to be better versions of themselves. If it's a ritual about, mm. like, you know, answering to a higher power that they want to be better. I don't see mm. it as a problem. Now, I can imagine, I know people who are listening to this who are very staunch religious people. Please know this is just my personal opinion. You don't have to agree with it, but yeah. Because I can imagine, like, if my cousins are listening, I'll be like, oh, dear God. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just how I feel. It's just how I feel. Because mm. I, I think one thing I always argued, I remember arguing with my, with my mom, especially, like, last time. You know, she always be like, why, why would you like this girl who's, like, um, who's not Muslim? And I'm like, why not? And yeah. she'd be like, oh, because it's wrong. You can't, you can't be with someone who's not Muslim. And I'm like, she's nicer than all the Muslim <laughs> people in my school. Really. Because, like, sometimes in my school, like, the Muslims, oh my god, they were the ones giving me hell. And bullying <laughs> me and shoving me and, like, locking me in toilets. They were Muslims. But the nicest ones were not. So, I, I think mm. for me, even at a young age, it... I, I think my brain had this my mentality Wired. was very different in terms of religion. I'm sorry, I, I went on and on on a tangent, but you asked a very very personal and sensitive question. So I had to give like a very long answer. I'm sorry. Okay, yourself. Mm, no. Oof. I feel like you wouldn't. See, what do you mean, marry out of religion? I Yeah, I feel like you wouldn't. Hmm. See, this is the difference between the two. Like, in my head, I never dreamed of a wedding or anything. Really? And, like, the only thing that would stop me from, I guess, doing anything is, like, to not hear my mom complain. Like, if I had to hear another round of, like, this and that, I was just like, shut up. Um, But at the same time, just to piss her off, I might do it as well. But... (laughs) So it, it's a it's a difficult. I think for me, because um, I asked a kind of Muslim versus Hindu question. Obviously, that's like narrowing it, um, and we're all about uncomfortable situations. I don't know whether it's true, but what I heard is if you marry someone um, who's who practices Islam, you need to convert to Islam. Is that right? Okay, this one I'm not sure. Because what I know is... is Okay, okay, the reason... Or is it a choice? No, because... Okay, 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 let me explain. The reason why you always hear conversion is because in mm-hmm. every scenario that's known in public eye is that the Muslim is a staunch one. So they're not mm-hmm. going to convert out or they're not going to be with someone who's not Muslim. So it mm-hmm. then falls on the other party to convert, right? It, mm-hmm. I've never heard a scenario where it's a Muslim... But would that... Would there ever be a coexistence? Of... Yeah, I I do know of a I do know of couples where one is a Muslim and the other is not. I do know, but like, so, like I so my ex boss, um, his wife's Muslim and he converted. I don't think he practices Islam, and neither does she. She's not like a staunch mm. Muslim. Mm. Um, but when they got married, he converted, and obviously because he's Kiwi, he he's not very religious so it's just kind of a ritual he did to like get right. married essentially right um and i know like a friend of mine with like a similar kind of story but if i don't know like would i 
convert to Islam or even, I don't know. That's where it's like, because I've seen people coexist as like Christians and Hindus, but not necessarily in a situation with Islam. And again, this comes to like personal, personal experience right. and what you expose yeah. and what you've been exposed to, right? So from that perspective, if I had to choose Muslim Hindu, I would go with Hindu just because I've seen examples of people coexisting with two different religions in a household. But I think, in term, sorry, mm. but I think to answer your question, right, I think from a Singapore perspective, like Singapore specifically, mm. you can't marry, you're not, I don't think it's by law it's allowed because for Muslims, the moment you want to register, like mm. you have to go to the Singapore Muslim registrar as well. You have to do both, you have to do two. You can't just register under the Singapore government. You have to register with the Muslim registrar as well. So when you mm. register that, they do not, if I'm not wrong, okay, I could be wrong because I don't know completely. When you do that registration, you have to certify that your partner is Muslim. I don't think they allow you to marry someone who's not. And it's because they're the Muslim registrar. So I think that's where they do that check. They do that check. Yeah. And, and that's my where question the is conversion like, comes in. Because I feel like people who are like, Hindus and Christians, you have a Christian wedding, but you also have a Hindu wedding. Right. You register in both. Um, but yeah, so that's more of a functional thing because I mm. feel like I would still be true to the religion I grew up. Like I have, I have issues with Catholicism mm. as how it is currently being practiced. Um, and like, just to kind of answer the question I asked you back, whether you would marry out of religion, I feel like, as you said, right, fundamentally, any type of religion is like, to be a better person so mm. as long as that person is like you know is a kind enough person who believes the betterment of the world then that's all you kind of need because because mm. i think people often have conflict of belief systems but i feel like if you fundamentally believe that religion is a means to be a better person to have some sort of peace of mind and spirituality as you say then yeah yeah uh wow <laughs> like we've gone on a really uh, serious tangent but okay. no but I, I i actually like this because i feel like it's it's a conversation because it's so different right we can ask like any question so it makes things so much easier in the sense that we don't mm. we can we are we are unexpected to wait, wait, my brain is not phrasing it correctly we ask all these different questions but because they are so different we can bring in like our points of view or so many things whether it's hygiene or religion or behavior mentality manners mm. like all these things which on its own like manners or hygiene wouldn't stand as a single episode on a podcast mm. right because there's only so much you can discuss about hygiene anyway or manners even but when we discuss it like this when it's just like free reign I feel like it's just so exciting like there's so many things that I feel like when you ask me, I'm like, I never thought of it that way either. Like, hmm. So mm. I, I, I don't know how, whether you're still feeling stressed about it. But for me, I really enjoy how this is going. Um, and believe it or not, it has been one hour. Um, should we just do <laughs> one last? Wait, wait. Yeah, should we on. do one last one? Because, no, I started, right? So that was... No, I asked that question, the Hindu Christian. Yeah, I started. So it's your turn. You. So it's two. Yeah, so it's two, your two. turn. Huh? Are we doing one more round? Because... Yes, yes, one more round. Okay, one Go more on. round. Okay. Uh, mm. Mm. 
no, no, I, I'm thinking how to phrase it. I know, I know what to ask, but I'm just thinking like how to phrase this. Okay, um, okay, so I also need to preface this slightly. So, you know how now there's a lot of like different initiatives, right? Whether it's like uh, being greener or, you know, using, being more environmentally conscious and all that stuff. So, how would you feel about someone who is very like really like you know all for the environment with certain things Mm -hmm. so it's up to you it's up it's up to your personal interpretation what things they may be and doesn't give a crap about other aspects of environment for example or uh, how do i phrase this this is difficult okay do you have one okay can we both think of one and whoever is okay. first because i'm not go sure for to, it yeah whoever's first go for it because i'm like hmm how do i phrase this okay i have a raunchy one okay <laughs> Okay, go on. Okay, to sort of like, end this. the last round sort of thing. Um, someone with like insanely crazy sex drive. Uh-huh. So basically like anywhere, anytime, they need it. Mm-hmm. You got to do it. Okay, not like you got to do it, but if the, if you don't, like there'd be okay, arguments okay, yeah. or whatever. And someone who's just not interested to the point that you feel undesirable. Uh-oh. I'm probably the first one just because <laughs> why would I want to feel undesired? Like <laughs> No, it could be it could be that, you know, you are satisfied in other aspects, it's just they're not interested in sex. Right? Mm-hmm. So like takes care of you, you know, does everything if you wants to travel a lot with you. Basically Stephanie with a penis. Just not <laughs> an active penis. Just not <laughs> in the mood all the time. But you know, like, so it's not a never, right? It's not all the time. So what's your saying? Not all the time, lah. But like, just not very into it. Um, yeah, I think I could deal with that. Like, cause then you're like. No, okay. So the scenario is okay, this. So wait. both of them are Stephanie with a penis. Both of them are like perfect in every other aspect. But one is crazy uh-huh. about sex all the time, and one is uh-huh. like really disinterested. Like it's like one's in a blue moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's difficult, right? <laughs> Yay! I made Stephanie stumped. So happy. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think my deal breaker would be the disinterested one. Okay. No, I respect that. Because if you're putting them on the same playing field, that they are both me with a penis, um, mm-hmm. why would I choose an inactive penis over an active penis? Okay, fair, 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 fair. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair, fair. Because um, then you had one extra thing, right? Oh, okay, go on. One extra mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Interesting, mm-hmm. interesting. Um, I think for me, I'll choose the same because for me, okay, maybe it's also like, I, I felt like it was a very gender biased question because I feel like, you know, which guy says no to sex? 
Um, so I think for me, uh, stereotype there. Stereotype, of course, but like, yeah. I mean, I mean that's my point, right? Like generally, because mm. guys are horny anyway. <laughs> but uh, mm. no, no, as in the stereotype, the stereotype, the so stereotype. It works. Yeah. It works for me in in this in this argument in this situation in this situation. So I feel like, yeah, and also, I also feel like I wouldn't want to to be with someone where I feel like is it me is it like I'm not desirable enough that mm. you don't want to be intimate with me because like mm. like we've discussed earlier right so I I'm always hard on myself and one thing yes. as I said looks is my biggest struggle so if someone is not being very it's not reciprocating or like not showing interest I'll be like oh my god is it me do I not look good enough is, is there something I need to change so that will just make my mind go crazy and haywire and I'll call Stephanie crying and like oh no they don't want to be intimate with me while Stephanie has sex across the globe so yes that's my answer what even because you travel all the time if not for COVID you'd be traveling that doesn't mean that I anyway we shall Um, see we shall see in 10 years from now when we revisit this podcast and Stephanie has a partner I'm, I'm gonna like I'm gonna I'm gonna keep track we should do a bet, like whether we whether I actually end up with someone. But okay, cool. Um, we hope, right? We hope. We hope. Both of us hope. Do we? Do we? You hope. You don't. I don't think like that's what I told you. Like I don't think I've ever visualized. No, you don't visualize a wedding, right? You don't visualize or like or like a partner. Like I don't like. I think even now, now we're like distracted. Yeah. Even now, I don't. Yeah, like I. Wow, things I'm learning about Stephanie in this episode. I did not know that. Okay, but but all in all, I think that today was a very... This was a very interesting episode. There, there are so many things I was shocked that I was unable to answer immediately because I did not think that the questions could challenge my mindset so much. So I really, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. I hope you did too, uh, Stephanie, because I knew that you were worried initially. But I, yeah. really, I really thought there were some very interesting scenarios and it really felt like I have a you know like oh wow <laughs> like I'm looking at myself differently but um yeah do you have any final thoughts on this game and like you know my, my do... final thoughts are one obviously you can tell like different personalities can be friends number two <laughs> <laughs> um I feel yes. like you know we've presented deal breakers as a very definitive like mm. choice and almost and I think I I often find it crazy when I talk to people and they have these like um like you know my friends who are in relationships or not in relationships or whatever like there's this these definitive things about like they need to be this they need to be that they need that and I'm like even if I ever end up in a relationship I don't think I have a list of deal breakers it's like I would judge the person right as a whole um which is why I think I was nervous at the beginning because I'm never the one to kind of say yes there's not no because i feel like everything has a gray area there's always a spectrum Mm. there's never and we saw that today right like the way we interpreted the deal breakers were very different it was formed by our own personal experience so while we did a deal breakers session episode i feel like the deal breakers are often personal to what you are who you are and um it shouldn't define 
how other people have relationships because often i think we're often quick to judge other people's relationship and choices um but yeah yeah and to maybe just add on to that i think one thing one part that stephanie said that really jumped out to me is that the word spectrum so like you know mm. whatever it is if you feel like it's a deal breaker don't don't use that as a reason to end a relationship consider the spectrum how bad is it if someone yeah. has bad breath for example is it just <laughs> no no as in honestly right is it just like a, a one-off instance you know one-off occurrence or is it like very bad like you have to consider all this you have to like talk you have to have honest conversations and figure things out before you decide to end something because i think no one is perfect at the end of the day we all have mm. we all we all have certain flaws or drawbacks we all have certain things we like to improve on ourselves we all have something we like to change but it's something that are you willing to work on it together and like be better as a couple and and grow as a couple so i think that's something we should we wanted to end this episode with you know to remind people that in our conversation it's just a fact it's just like a two choices and we just choose one Mm -hmm. but it's different when you are looking at it when you're discussing a person so we hope that all of you who are listening that will bear that in mind and to not jump to conclusions so easily because relationships are rare, they are hard work, they are work in progress and no one's perfect. So as always, thank you so much for tuning in. This has been God knows what episode of Blurred Thoughts. Um, <laughs> as always, please remember that we have a Facebook page as well as an Instagram at underscore Blurred Thoughts and our podcast is available on Spotify, Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts and every other major podcasting platform. So as always, thank you so much for tuning in and we hope to see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.